Hey girl, what you doing? Hey girl, where are you going? Who's those girls? Who's that podcast? It's Blueberry Pancakes. That's Jamie Kivick. That's Callie Elkins. And we're two sisters who appreciate the best things in life, retrospecting the TV show New Girl. Yay! Yay. We like Blueberry Pancakes and we like New Girl and we like each other. (laughs) Moral of the story. (laughs) Heck yeah. Yeah. The best things. All the best things. Yeah. We like list three of the best things in the intro. You, mm-hmm. me, and Blueberry Pancakes. <laughs> I mean, oh, and New Girl. Four of the best names. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, all those things. <laughs> the best of the best of the best. We're talking to you today about the 15th episode of New Girl titled Injured. It is not injury. Nope. <laughs> yes, it is injury. Oh, it is. Oh, it is? <laughs> Are you sure? No. <laughs> I was Hold laughing on. because whatever my question was, I'm like, is it inj- the injury or injury? And then I looked I at the title was injured. I'm like, oh, well, it's not. I think it is life. injured and I'm an idiot. I literally, <laughs> I sat down to watch the episode. All I had written down because I didn't trust you when you said any of the titles. I had season one, episode 15. And then I was going to fill in the title yep it's injured <laughs> stupid wrote down injury <laughs> well see see how it's confusing and then I straight up told you you were wrong <laughs> like no it's not I don't I definitely could not if have I any wrote it down, to it's right. <laughs> I love it I'm so glad we're the same Oops. <laughs> um this episode too I'm gonna need some help with the side characters because I don't know all of them I literally even watched it specifically for that purpose the last time <laughs> and I got one that I didn't know before but there's there's a few in there anyway we'll find them we'll figure it out yeah I didn't look any up but there's not too many you wouldn't think they're wouldn't, in there I don't know I don't <laughs> ever that's not my job so (laughs) I know well that's I know I've never needed that this much help with it I've definitely needed help but they get more complicated this uh, episode originally aired March 6th 2012 (laughs) (laughs) went right back into it I'm yeah I don't know how you do it once I get off on something I'm done that's came out wrong you go (laughs) That's why I have notes. All right, next thing on the list. Get off on a tangent about. (laughs) No, it's good. Um, So we're we're into March now. Spring. And yeah, and spring and they're outside playing football. Yeah. Yeah, do you want me to summarize the episode? Yeah, I guess that'd probably be better than just. I kind of forgot I was doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Till just now. Um, you can do it totally fine let's <laughs> just everybody set aside an extra 10 minute it's only the side time. characters who are complicated the story itself is not it's almost a it's bottle actually, episode because they're kind of together for much of it super bottle super one storyline yeah subject. like even though i thought about that towards the end like even though schmidt and cc we found out recently that they're sleeping together it's like they have a couple side conversations but they're mostly about the main storyline that's anyway, true and they're yeah. not really doing anything together so um yeah so basically it starts out 
classic game of touch football. <laughs> um, we see them in a huddle. It's all every all the roommates in a huddle, and Schmidt's giving out directions of you know like Nick go long, Winston go down the field. I don't know what he's really saying <laughs> technical things, but um, and then he says just okay, you're gonna go out to that side of the field to the parking lot, and you're just gonna keep going. <laughs> it's so funny it's it's all within the same like tone and breath but basically like Jess you just don't need to play and she's a little bit mad and she's like I can play I can do it so they start playing and um (laughs) football ensues Jess tackles Nick like just pummel body (laughs) full body tackle down to the ground and injures Nick like he is down for the count not getting back up the only person that's trying to help him is just not you not you <laughs> like don't try to help me I don't I need help but not from you yeah um and it's really funny I'm like that's how I would be in that situation like if you're gonna first of all I probably wouldn't have wanted to play in the first place. <laughs> second of all if you're gonna be a dick about it I'm gonna I'm Flags are out. I'm tackling. <laughs> right? I know. I didn't even think about that. But, but yeah, she was tackling him. And really, that wasn't the game they were playing anyway. <laughs> you know, it was touch football. Um, but so Nick is injured. We don't really know what happened to him. But he can't walk very well. He tries to drive the car home. He runs into Winston's um, really majorly beat up car already. Um, which kind of is like its own little storyline throughout the episode is that Winston drives this it's what is it like a old 90s Ford Explorer or something yeah yeah I and think it of, just of that is, like early crossover SUV vintage yeah of yeah. that sort of an indeterminate small, brand at this point suburban yeah very generic and just like done like it, I can't believe it even still runs um, but so Jess convinces Nick to come to see her doctor friend because she won't charge him for the, um, I almost said for the episode, for the <laughs> appointment or the exam and just see what, um, what his injury is and, and how to treat him. And turns out it's Sadie, her gynecologist slash OBGYN friend. And Nick is not super happy about that, but he can't get up to leave anyway so he sees Sadie um Sadie tells him that he's he's bruised his spine um and gives him pills sort of under the table and it's really funny the way she does it don't take those pills nobody prescribed (laughs) you those pills why would you take them he's like trying to take the whole time just like take the pills yeah (laughs) take the code don't take the pills take the pills don't take (laughs) so um Nick takes the pills and Sadie notices when he's swallowing the water uh lump on his thyroid and so she tells him like you got to get that checked out um and Nick's super hesitant because he doesn't have health insurance he can't afford an ultrasound but she's like you basically have no choice so now the rest of the day um the uh, everybody's really concerned that Nick has cancer even though nobody really knows <laughs> but um, they googled it so they googled the it, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so everybody's trying to like 
try to keep it together and they don't do a good job and then they end up kind of freaking Nick out. Uh, it might be cancer and um, through that basically Nick tells Jess that you know she can't take anything seriously but really she's just trying to cheer everybody up and um, then she does get serious and tells him that he just never does anything and what did you want to do before you die and you don't do anything so um they decide to go to the beach and just run and jump in the water because Nick told everybody he's like I just don't if I don't know what's gonna happen I don't do it if if everybody's going and jumping into the ocean I'm the guy holding everybody's wallets on the beach wall on the beach wall which I'm like <laughs> Surely it's a real thing, right? I don't want to live at the beach. It's just that wall you sit on at the beach. I don't know. <laughs> That's where Nick is um, usually. So they take him to the beach so that he can be the one to jump in the ocean. Just do it. Um, and he does. And then they end up spending the night on the beach, kind of reminiscing about things. And Nick is high on um, the pills that <laughs> Sadie gave him um, the whole time. And everybody but Cece is a little drunk and then so that's I assume that's how they fall asleep on the beach I'm like how do you sleep on the beach I don't get it I know I, I mean other than like in a tropical tropical area but the city beach in LA is yeah probably not a great idea anyway um, but they get up and go to Nick's ultrasound appointment and um, they get he gets it and he's cancer free and then the friends end up paying for the ultrasound for him because that was his main concern and they just split it they go to leave in Winston's car and it breaks down and Winston has to say goodbye to the car <laughs> they just leave it at the hospital <laughs> he takes his license plate he's, license, he's like it. bye which I guess at that point like you're not gonna you're yeah. not gonna sell it for parts even so. for metal yeah, that's what Nick says. Couldn't even sell it for scrap metal. <laughs> oh, it's a good episode. It's cute. Yeah, it's good. And there's, you know, some moments that are, are a little more serious, but in the end, it ends up being, I think my, I think the whole point was so that Nick could confess that he likes Jess. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that really kind of is the peak of the, or the, really the climax of the episode and the Mm -hmm. kind of the, the only plot point that's going to move forward. Yeah, basically. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Uh, what was your first LOL? You go first. Okay. (laughs) Um, Well, it was kind of a A, B laughing out loud but when Jess just pummels Nick <laughs> tackles him yeah. like, he was standing and then he wasn't I love seeing people fall down and this was just like you kind of see this whoosh of Jess and then just <laughs> <laughs> on the ground All the, yeah. and then she's trying to help him and she's just like kind of touching like I don't know what to do with my hands but I'm gonna, I'm gonna put one on your shoulder and one on your leg and he's just like not you not you <laughs> whatever you're doing here is not helping <laughs> and then I just kind of because it still goes with it she uh 
he's they finally get him up and he's walking to the car and they're trying to convince him not to drive she's okay but you're walking like a disney witch i really think you should go see the doctor <laughs> that's fine yeah the disney witch is super <laughs> funny <laughs> it's such a good description of how he's walking <laughs> it's such a good description I put down to the um when Schmidt says get in the car we'll meet you back at the loft to Jess as he's giving out football directions that's oh, yeah. me I'm usually the one that they're like oh she's playing well everybody move up you know my yeah. I hate sports people care far too much about the outcome we're not just running around on the field having fun no if you run the wrong direction everyone's gonna hate you in a second that's what happens or and then i'd be the one to be like accidentally hurt somebody <laughs> oh yeah oh totally. great no thanks for inviting yeah. me <laughs> i'm super glad I, I came finally get the chance to tackle somebody while playing football <laughs> and i'm not the one getting tackled i'm doing the tackling and i broke him yeah you <laughs> think now you're like at me. bringing something to the game yeah no they're injured. mad at you now the game is over i know you're the one who took it too seriously the dick that <laughs> yeah. broke the guy <laughs> like, yeah yeah this is how my life goes totally i'm also agree. like so yeah i super suck at sports and same like we're same jeans <laughs> same situation yeah. just the way it is same physical gifts um, and it's totally fine like as an adult it once you get out of the the necessity of having physical education in school then it's fine like yeah. I don't need to play sports it doesn't serve fine. me anymore yeah I did find out in a few recent years too that I'm actually really competitive <laughs> and I like really really like winning and I really really That's hate funny. losing but if I play a sport I will 100% lose or bring the whole team down to losing and we won't win nobody will win mm -hmm. at least that I want to <laughs> so I I'm gonna start using that instead of me being like no no I have no hand-eye coordination like I literally can't throw or catch or run like I or swear you don't want me to aim play. or anything to do with it but also I am too competitive which is <laughs> dumb because most of the time it's usually like if we all just didn't take it so seriously and we weren't playing in a competitive way then it would be fun and because most care. of the time they're gonna say I'm thinking the people in my head yep I would do that and they'd go <laughs> no it's just for fun yeah and they're like okay you. but then they take it because they need an extra yeah they need an player. extra person. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 you don't need me. You need me to stand on the sidelines. That's what I, I yeah. I promise I'm not one the adult person. sports. Yeah. My one adult sports experience was in my early 20s when I started a job in um, customer service. I won't name the company because they <laughs> suck. Um, but they, uh, the people I worked with, my coworkers had a kickball league. <laughs> And I'm like, kickball, I remember almost kind of maybe a little bit liking that game. It's pretty easy because it's like just baseball, but yeah, there's like it. four rules. It's a really big ball. Like it's not a soccer ball. If I can't, I can't kick a soccer ball. I know that much. It's too small. <laughs> and so I'm like, sure. I'll play kickball. It'd be a great way to meet people. Mm, yeah, no, still really <laughs> bad at kicking, at running, at catching and eventually I got put in the left field I'm like can I just stand on the sidelines and cheer at you guys like yell yeah. you're doing great like that that will that help is, more than anything that's my kind of game <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm 
really, I just came here to hang out with you guys and to get drinks after the game. So yeah. can we skip the game part? I'll meet you downtown. <laughs> I will tell you, I bowled in a league in college. It was about drinking. I bowled in yeah. a league in my professional life and my group didn't take it seriously, but the league took it very seriously. <laughs> there was like these old ladies who had been bowling for a long time. Okay. Weird side note. I was watching, I was at a restaurant and I was, the TV had professional bowling on it. What is it? PBL, the professional bowling league. And the belt for the winner had a big W on it that looked like the the WWE <laughs> W. Oh, that's like, weird. It was it's really not even going to be like B for bowling. Yeah. It was like, I guess <laughs> or W for win, winner, but like women. <laughs> And then don't put it, don't make it like a, like it was literally like your belt, the yeah. logo for wrestling. <laughs> like, I don't get it. You, you get a wrestling belt for winning bowling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so confused. Well, speaking of that too, I think there were more people playing with them when they first started. Like they huddled up, they went to go play. And then as soon as Jess tackled Nick and they realized <laughs> there's an bounced. injury. <laughs> there's like two guys that you see them leave i'm like well where did they go well, there had to be another team because they were all yeah. on the same team and so they were playing against somebody but right right and they all yeah, disappeared they, just... they literally just left as soon as anything happened they walked away so mm-hmm. much that we didn't even Bye. notice that they were even there <laughs> like who are these people and where did they go <laughs> um oh. and then when when nick does get tackled he's laying there and he's trying to figure out what to do um schmidt is the guy standing there with his arms crossed saying stuff that is helpful like so there's always this guy three or four down there vertebrae uh, probably your lateral sizer (laughs) is it your rotator cuff like just (laughs) naming all the things the body parts that he knows the name of but has nothing to do (laughs) i'm like not that helpful in a crisis i'm always like watching the people who are like fake helpful I'm like how do they how do people perceive do them as being helpful off? without him doing anything like he's just standing there saying words and Jess is just sitting down there like touching him in places that aren't helpful <laughs> how, how, it, well, and like, everybody they look like they're helping you know these are the people who are here helping that is such a like weird concept too because I don't know I don't know why <laughs> but for some reason I feel like I've hurt people a lot in my life or been responsible for their injuries or you know something <laughs> Well, I'm just like the whole concept of like, as soon as it happens, I don't know what to do. So I just stand there. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Are you okay? I'm really, really sorry. And if you're the person that's hurt or injured or trying to like catch your breath or something, you're like, shut up. I can't respond to you right now, but I'm like, but I need you to tell me it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need to feel better right now. You need pain, to help me. But- you need to help me because I just hurt you. <laughs> well, that comes back later because it ends up being like the sick person who is like comforting everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind true. of a running concept. It's just nothing. Things. Yeah. Um, but it's culminated to where like if I get hurt and it was kind of somebody else's fault or somebody else is saying sorry, like I make a point to catch my breath and be like, it's not your fault. Or it's, it's okay. I'll be okay. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, that's just what I do now. So now I expect everybody else to do it. And really, they just don't play sports. So that yeah, <laughs> just add it to the list of reasons that yeah, I should just not be put in that position. Everyone else. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, let's see. Okay, they're going to drive him to the doctor. <laughs> Do you? Um, oh, so Nick says, yeah, he doesn't go to the doctor. And Schmidt goes, you should just go just to make sure that your junk is clean. Look, that's Schmidt's rationale for why anyone should <laughs> go to the doctor. To the doctor on a regular at basis. At the very least, <laughs> yeah. She'll just look at you. She won't charge you. So that's kind of an interesting deal. <laughs> Mm-hmm. she has just yeah very. she's a friend like it's different when it's a doctor this isn't just any kind of side hustle that you can slip right. pills under yeah. the table like no 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 none of that works the way it's supposed to but does yeah, a, it's very cool of Sadie to do that very illegal <laughs> yeah 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 oh so many but so many problems with all of that super but. handy for us <laughs> and her friends yeah for sure um I wonder does the back inj- injury necessarily affect your ability to drive or what do you think about that um I feel like yes because especially it's was it his right leg no it wasn't his right leg but um if you're in pain it didn't seem like you could bend very well like you're sitting yeah can't really, oh Vasco's gonna tell us all about injuries right now. Yeah. Um, get everyone fired up he's mad about it you can't drive when your back is hurt I know Roscoe it's okay um but and then just I think being in pain like he wasn't in so much pain that he was in like shock or anything but it's gonna take over you. all of your focus yeah is like your body is focusing on the pain that's why it's in pain we just we'd always have these patients who would come that not with a back injury but sometimes back pain where they couldn't sit down or they can't Mm -hmm. they have to be in a certain position it's the only way it works I totally understand or hip pain so bad they can't even stand up and then you see that they're driving themselves home you're like oh (laughs) how did you can't get from the wheelchair to the chair but somehow you're gonna drive Great. Does everyone look out? (laughs) It happens a lot. A lot more than I would have ever thought. Yeah. You're just like, oh, and this old feeble person who can't even lift their own head up is going to get in a car and drive themselves home. Yeah. It happens all the time. Yeah. Not so not, not necessarily. It doesn't affect your ability to drive, but I agree that even chronic pain has got to decrease your reaction times. Definitely. I mean, oh, I'm the most distracted driver out there. So I'm not, I'm not I mean, I'm a better driver than anyone or I'm, oh, I don't I'm just sure drive distracted, but most distracted, but it is just like, it just goes back to like you, driving a car and being on the road is probably the most dangerous, risky thing that you could possibly do. True. Everybody does it in that position multiple all day, times. every day. Yeah. And yeah, but we're really, really concerned about other things that <laughs> Yeah. aren't aren't quite really as not that big of a risk yeah if we're, so. if we're gonna compare like if you're <laughs> if you're truly that concerned about this percentage of a risk don't get in the car and drive to you know somewhere yeah. to prevent it yeah there's that don't there's do that. it but and I also you know I guess this is PSA like <laughs> I think distracted driving in general it, or aggressive driving is just as bad as impaired driving too and I just yeah for people sure. take well, their it's dangerous. not only their own life in their hands because a car is a large machine but yeah. you take your own life in your hands you're taking a lot of other people's lives into your hands too and it's like yeah. you want to kill yourself that's your problem <laughs> make it your own problem yeah. don't 
put you know push me off the road or yeah or somebody else or people who don't want to die that day like can you just leave us alone right (laughs) so he immediately wrecks he tries to drive immediately no no that's exactly your that's the point is like he couldn't drive yeah immediately wrecked he couldn't even get out of the parking lot and he luckily he runs into winston's car winston's car saves him from wrecking into anyone else he's really mad about it but there's really not much more damage that could have been done to that car (laughs) even nick says i think i undid a dent there i know i love that that's perfect it's so a non-issue as far as the wreck itself but winston's reaction to it is so <laughs> what have you done it's like he killed a child or something just whoa he's so mad like, yeah his car kind is of like to winston's car falling apart because my car is always falling apart and except but i'm not <laughs> married to the car like i i the only reason that i'm dealing with my car's problems and just kind of pretending they didn't happen. Pretending I didn't have to pull over because my steering wheel was out of control. It's fine. Oh my god! Don't worry about it. Um, is because I have I ha- my car fund just got spent on my teeth on dental work. So I was you just didn't have insurance. With it. This is your life. Yeah. This was your life. I didn't have dental insurance. <laughs> and so, but I think Winston, like, I'm sure he has the ability to get a new car. His is purely sentimental like his I think his is mostly sentimental but does he even have a job right now that's true I don't know Schmidt's all like just buy a new car I bought a new car and I'm like aren't you special it's not just as easy as that but you're right I think for Winston it is mostly sentimental it's like I can't quite relate there I'm like I mean I like my car I've got a name for her she's great but I'm not gonna <laughs> nobody given ever... the opportunity will probably replace it just fine. and it's not anywhere near as bad as Winston's car I am taking my license plate though because I finally got something that's uh, abbreviation BTW nice. I won't say the rest of my license plate on a public <laughs> recording <laughs> podcast but I've been dying like I've always wanted lol like I would probably pay money for a specialty plate that just says lol nice but that's Some people one. get it just like randomly. I can see because it's not a specialty plate because there's numbers and stuff on it too. I'm like, I'm so that cool. would be funnier. I know that's fun. But um, yeah, I've always had dumb, random things. Didn't even couldn't even make into a random word if you tried. And this remember when Dad had MRS, MRS oh, like Mrs. Yeah. I thought that was the that's best. That's so one. funny. Yeah, I, I was a little that. bit too really little funny. when you first got it too. I just didn't quite understand. <laughs> like, how come dad has the missus license plate? Didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> but mom doesn't have mister. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's all wrong. <laughs> this whole thing is wrong. So after the car is dented, uh, just decides she's not going to allow Nick to argue anymore. She's taken mm-hmm. to the doctor. <laughs> so they sit in the waiting room and Nick starts looking around and and um I couldn't remember it does he not met her yet because they say like oh nice to see you again but he's like a Sadia gynecologist like that's literally all they talk about when yeah she's around but but he hasn't been in the other scenes with her I don't think so maybe he wouldn't necessarily know that but anyway and then she goes no she's an OBGYN which all that means is that she is a gynecologist it's not a different thing but but she also delivers babies so there is that added um piece to her practice that 
um, she has, but uh, she is a wizard with a speculum. <laughs> There's... He's like, but I don't have a vagina. <laughs> the we lady in the waiting room is like, you know, I heard that, sister. She's so she's like, credited <laughs> as the sweet older woman, and her name is Cindy Drummond, and that's yeah, that was her contribution oh, to the episode. Definitely a Cindy for sure. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, women bonding about their vaginas is Nick's nightmare. Let's. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally. He's just like, this could not get worse. Get me out of here. And then she says later, when she was like, no, she's not a gynecologist. She's an OBGYN. Sorry that my only doctor friend is a gynecologist, but you're yeah, broke. <laughs> so she knows. Is, basically, it's basically the same thing, right? I mean, one, yeah. one is like, you know, the OBGYN specializes in pregnant women. Yeah, the gynecologist part is the same as the same. OB just means adds to it that they also deliver babies. Hmm. Oh, GYN. Yeah, gynecologist. Yeah, Gynecolo- it's the same. <laughs> the same but different. <laughs> and I, I was like, well, maybe that's not common knowledge. I don't know. Well, it's funny because I know that OB stands for obstetrician. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't ever put together the the actual the actual kind of doctor I've ever needed or used. Right. Is an also the guy, just the gyn. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> why do why is it always such an awful word that has to do with awful things? Totally, like, I know. no thanks. Can we have it be like, oh, I'm going to the unicorn doctor? Okay, yeah, I know. Yeah, call it something nice, it's true. And then yeah. it's kind of um fitting, but the next they cut to Winston at the mechanic and he says we're gonna have to put this baby to bed (laughs) so every time I see that I'm picturing in my mind the scene where Jess is like threw the baby out of the model and she can't figure out how to get it back (laughs) and it's funny too because just while we're on that moment she like leans on the model of of the just pregnant belly and the dissection and then the baby and then the baby falls out She's trying to put it back in and it won't fit back in. And Nick is laying on the bed. He's like, put the baby's head at the bottom. Like, he knows. once again, Nick knows about babies. Yeah. Apparently he's yeah. better with babies than most things, including plants. True. <laughs> like, I didn't even think about again, that. Like, Having a baby fact, randomly. It out. He's just like, oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah, he was that's totally the exactly head goes it. at the bottom come on come on exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah so Winston's at the mechanic and he's saying like you your car is not even a car it can't even really be officially called a car anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> so it says the mechanic um, yeah. and Winston's just like no it's too bad just fix it yeah sure yeah, just fix it fine. so uh, the mechanic's name is Sherman and he's played by Ben Hoffman. I didn't catch the mechanic's name was Sherman, so I didn't know who Sherman mm-hmm. was until this last. He probably week. had in the name on his. Uniform. Possibly, yeah. Winston says, I think too, and um, he goes, "You didn't even." Oh, Schmidt said you didn't even buy the thing. It was given to you as an illegal recruitment gift from a college you didn't even go to. <laughs> so it has to be a long time ago. And then yeah. he says, "Yeah, things happen in this car." And. So I kind of wonder now things happened, but I could see Winston just latching onto they show a flashback of like young Winston. A flashback. <laughs> Get what? it? Instead of oh. a hatchback? No, oh, flashback right. because she it's the flashback. If we'll finish with flashback. Oh, because <laughs> she's yeah. <laughs> okay. Random girl didn't get it. up to it. <laughs> Sorry. I should have waited. <laughs> it's okay. Every time <laughs> This is why I don't do stand-up. Just kidding. There's all kinds of reasons I don't do stand-up. 
<laughs> it's a flashback. So he might have um, latched on to that one time too. Like, oh, in that case, girls flash me in this car. I must always have this car. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> it might have only happened the one time. <laughs> Probably. So he's not going to buy a new car. And um, Schmidt, that's that was Schmidt's advice. He says, that's what you borrow every morning when this one makes that weird sound. <laughs> It's not even engine noise. (laughs) Yeah, he makes the noise. And the mechanic even hears it. That's not a good sound. That's not a good sound. Just give me the keys. You can't even call them keys. You can't call it a car. And you get, yeah, he has a paperclip. That doesn't count as a key. (laughs) (laughs) And then they hear the noise. It's not even a car making that noise. I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure. (laughs) Yeah, probably not. Yeah. I almost said unnatural, but car noise is also unnatural so the car the if- back windshield is like maybe a plastic bag that's taped on yeah, right there and the hood is ratchet so strapped all together bumper they drive off at one point and the back bumper falls off falls off obviously making all kinds of horrible noises There's soot coming in through the floor oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> better not get sand in my car that's the problem with the car yeah because that's the car's problem yeah so they cut back to jess and nick in the doctor's office they got into an exam room and sadie comes in she's the doctor Um, (laughs) this is one of my favorite jess moments sadie kind of backhandedly compliments nick she's like you're not even a big guy um i've seen jess tackle like Jess once tackled a girl I was dating and yeah um she goes well oh yeah well she tried to steal my overalls <laughs> like, I love angry Jess like we don't ever really see her very often and sometimes we hear about her but I like that's a good fly on the wall yeah, I do want to see that. that she tackles this girl because she tries to steal her overalls yeah bit of an overreaction but i get it <laughs> and that was why. such kind of a cliche lesbian mm-hmm. thing too like of mm-hmm. course she was wearing overalls so <laughs> woman who was bigger than nick nick that's true yeah yeah and again that's what she says this is not an official examination i'm not officially telling you that you bruised your spine i'm not officially giving you these pills to manage the pain um so baby backache yeah i like that these are designed for severe menstrual cramps so they should cure your baby backache oh yeah Uh, you can hear jess in the background going baby backache yeah (laughs) and then um he swallows when she gives him the pills and she notices (laughs) she notices the thyroid thing which yes that is the way that you would see a thyroid nodule or that's how they test for it at the doctor so that is realistic but the second time when she checked he didn't swallow when she was like oh and he hadn't swallowed yet no she just kind of touches it well same thing she did with his back she like touch it does it hurt there okay here i know exactly what you need yeah yeah <laughs> okay yeah we only have 20 minutes for this episode that's true so. and then, yeah so she has a friend that she's gonna set nick up with to have an ultrasound and like so the gynecologist has a ultrasound friend so it's probably a baby ultrasound person probably yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> or the sonogram that's what they call them but it's the same same kind of machine that they use um so that's where just yeah, the the baby falls out of the model and nick gets yeah. her nick <laughs> he knows how to fix again. it yeah. um, so then he was he explains to jess why he's not gonna go to the ultrasound appointment and i wrote all the reasons down. <laughs> yes 
I know you probably have the script in front of you. But no, that's I wrote, right. I wrote my own script. Good. I think it answers. <laughs> these are the things that I thought of answer the question of when Jess asked him, what did you want to do? Like he's giving all the yeah. things. I he, had the same thought. Really? I was like, hello. Like he already told me. He had you to the- find a stamp. <laughs> so yeah, he's like, um, I can't go tomorrow. I just, I don't have the time. I've got some writing I've got to do. The truth is with working out, I've got some people to see. Um, I lost a stamp. It sounds worse than it is, but it's a somewhat expensive stamp. And I had planned on looking for it. <laughs> I think he's probably improving these. Do you think? Oh yeah, totally. That's why I wrote them down. Yeah. Cause I'm like, <laughs> hold on. I have to, somebody has to document this cause it's not scripted. Right. <laughs> right. Sure. I mean the transcript I'm sure, but um, yeah. Uh, one of the reasons I moved to Los Angeles was to get closer to Wales so I could record them, <laughs> record them too, like not study them, not just hey, record them, photograph them, <laughs> just record them. Yeah, I haven't gotten around to it because where we live is actually east. It's way farther from the ocean than I expected. <laughs> I love that. That's exactly how he says it too. Yeah, I love it. So yeah, those, he's not going to go to the ultrasound, but sh- Jess is like, no, you, you have to. Like, it's the way it is. And then they cut to him. Uh, well, he goes like, I gotta go to work. She's like, I'll come too. And he's like, No. She's like, I'll just sit by the bar and, and you know keep you company. He's like, No. And then they cut to him working at the bar, and Jess Schmidt and Winston are all sitting at the bar just watching him with <laughs> these big sad eyes. Like, oh, our friend is dying, and he goes. Jess, I told you not to tell them. Don't, did you tell them? Don't tell them. <laughs> like he says, don't late. tell them. <laughs> like, yeah, you already did. Like, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> you should have told her that earlier. Um, I had to look up what a Fredo kiss was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Schmidt gives him a big Fredo kiss. He basically just grabs his face and kisses him. And then the way Nick basically, he almost like bangs his head on the bar so much. He's like trying to get out of it. <laughs> Yeah, like aggressively. Plus, like they're like, reaching across the bar. I was like, is yeah. that really over the bar? Is that a good for your back <laughs> when you have a back that you should definitely grab and pull them over the bar? Yes, <laughs> the right thing to do. Mm. Um, so it, of course it's a Godfather reference. It's from Godfather yeah. Two. You knew that I already. <laughs> and he grabs them, but it's more of like a he kisses him and he's like, I know it was you. And he throws mm. him back. So it's it's not really an affectionate thing. Is Fredo, well, okay, I don't really know. But is he the one that gets the horse head in the bed? I don't is have any rat? idea. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that's okay. It's been a while since I watched them. I did watch them all consecutively, not mm-hmm. in the same day. But um, yeah, I can't remember. I think like one of them was on Netflix and I'm like, man, it's been a while. I, it's not been a while. I just never seen the Godfather, but I can't talk, <laughs> but I really love like gangster movies and like old, you know, yeah. Old mob things and Marlon Brando is cool. And yeah. So I watched it and then I was like, Oh, well now I have to watch the second one. Oh, well now I have to watch the third one. And they're like hours long. So that's a thing, but probably within a week I watched all three i need to do that they're referenced so much the only things i know about those movies are from the references but it seems yeah. like surely i'd and be it, getting more out of this if i'd actually seen the movies they're exactly like what you would expect they i mm-hmm. mean 
I don't want to say they move slowly, but it's not like it's definitely like a movie from I don't even know when it came out in the 70s, the first one, maybe. I don't know, but <laughs> it's a lot of dialogue and a lot of slow. story. Yeah. Story. Yeah. But it's all like, you know, classic. Yeah. Yeah. Classic mob. I must watch them. Um, somebody notices Nick taking the pills while he's working. A lady is sitting there. She's uh, oh, a bar- yes. she's credited as Woman Barfly, and her name is <laughs> Nancy Lantis. Um, and she says, "Where is it?" Um, she just she reckon. Oh, she says, "I take those too when I got a heavy flow." <laughs> she recognizes this medication. That's the other thing too. I'm I'm not convinced there are different medications, but whatever. No. I mean, like, as she as would be a, like, "Oh, Percocet. That's for menstrual cramps. Yeah. That's what I take. Like, it well, might be what you take for that, but it doesn't mean that it's not also for back pain. Not, like, there's not like a prescription for Midol, like, which is literally just yeah. caffeine and Tylenol too. Like, it's there is nothing specific no. for that other than things that they. I yeah. So when she yeah. says that too, it's like, okay, no. <laughs> That's just for the joke, but that's okay. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. No. <laughs> you know. um, Schmidt is trying to, uh, you know, they're all doing their way of dealing. So they're Googling. Because, and It's because he refuses to wear a Bluetooth. <laughs> I don't think that that's going to cause him cancer. That's Schmidt's, um, his way of dealing. Yeah. That he, yeah. <laughs> he would like tell him what to do. I told him to take his vitamins. I gave him one. You know, he says, I gave it to him for his birthday too. And he laughed in my face and then he gave it back to me for Hanukkah, <laughs> for Hanukkah. <laughs> which is a very Nick thing to do. Um, I say this is definitely a reason that you shouldn't Google, you shouldn't Google medical stuff, but yes. there, there's some validity to it. If you ha- go in with the right mindset, but you, what you definitely shouldn't do is Google medical stuff for your friends. No. Because you don't know all of their symptoms. You can't narrow it down. It's just going to be all the things about looking up your own health history on the internet, but worse because yeah. you don't have the whole picture. You're just like, oh, there's cancer. So it's probably it. Let me go tell yeah. my friend that he has cancer. Cool. Well, she shows him, just hands him, hands Nick her phone. It's like, I think it's a commentary on that whole concept but it's like a big skull and crossbones on his yeah. screen it says warning death yeah. <laughs> looked up thyroid cancer and that's what came up yeah and he he looks at that death that's that's what could be in my neck <laughs> oh, yeah. well, not that exactly well, where, where is that? What? he does he brings oh. a tray of drinks over and it has pink wine on it for jess pink wine for jess um the they're sitting there with nick and jess just starts crying yeah <laughs> Schmidt starts crying and she goes, why are you crying? And he goes, you're making me cry with your emotions. He just sit there, look at each other and cry. And he, his voice is all high pitched, like with your emotions. <laughs> this is Mickey Mouse voice. You're making me cry with your emotions. <laughs> oh, that's where I wrote this backward situation where the person with the illness has to comfort his friends. Yes. Yeah, exactly. He sits down and all of his friends are crying, even though the whole crying? thing is about him anyway. Um, I just love you so much. And that, so that's why I wrote down too. just why when someone dies are all the memories sad. Okay. It doesn't have to be like that. And that extends now to you think your friend might die. So now just hanging out with him is making you sad. You're yeah. ruining the, the experience you could be having with your 
a live friend right now, you're, you can't get past mm-hmm. the fact that he's going to die someday, which you are too. And so is everyone else so much that you're not even going to, you're just going to be sad now. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. yes, obviously you're sad if you think your friend's going to die, but you'll <laughs> be sad around him. Don't taint the memories. Scared no, it's sad. like after somebody dies, you can't remember them without just getting sad. And there's yeah. why, why? You can remember all the good times. It's the same. And then just, just cause they die. Now that same memory is sad. That same yeah. happy memory that you had has to be tainted just because that person did what every person on this earth is going to do. Yeah. And is it like, I don't know. Cause are you like sad because you'll never be able to have another, make more memories with them or which I mean, sure. yes, yeah, of probably. course, but that's another then you're, but you're ruining this current memory that you could be making a, a new good memory of your friend that you're going to be sad. You don't have any memories with here in a minute. Like don't yeah, let it I ruin you now. I know. I, I know. It's know. just such a, it's just a hard thing with death. That yeah. It's, it's universal and yet it's not universally it's accepted. Like we're all so against it. It's yeah. the worst possible <laughs> thing. <Against> and- <laughs> death. <laughs> I work in the medical field and I'm for not really. I'm not for it. Super but- <laughs> against it. <laughs> just wish it didn't Disagree. have to be so sad. It's just like this thing that we're all going to do. It's not like you were unlucky or you lived a bad life or. Right. I mean, possibly that's the case, but it's just, I don't know, we're all born. I don't and that's know. not sad. I, I guess. Just when it's it's like sad when somebody's not able to live like a full not a full life but a long long life and even then though your old old grandma dies and you still cry when you have happy memories like I don't, yeah crazy I so that's know, Cece's a good Cece's a good perspective bringer she's like oh really you're crying because your friend's gonna get an ultrasound tomorrow like, yeah no actually <laughs> this, this situation right here there's nothing wrong with it. okay like she's had uh, sad stuff happen so she has a different perspective than um than everyone else <laughs> I like Jess's joke to make Nick feel better. She says, I love her joke. How many years does Daniel, Daniel Boone have? Three. <laughs> a left ear, a right ear, and a front ear. I like her <laughs> dance with it too. <laughs> Get it, front ear. <laughs> super cute. That's super cute. Um, yes. And then Nick kind of brings it down a little after her joke, and he's like, yeah, You can't speak at my funeral. She's like, what? He's like, you can't, I can't have you be there trying to make everybody feel better and, you know, doing a Daffy Duck impression. She did that earlier for him. And, and you just, you don't know how to be real. And she's like, I know how to be real. And I put that as a lesson. Like Jess does know how to be real, <laughs> but, <Yeah>. but <clears throat> she's a kind person. She cares how everybody else is feeling too. So that's why, I mean, what do you, yeah. I don't know. It's funny that Nick wants everybody to be really sad at his funeral too. (laughs) Well, and then like, but I know I've watched this, this um, scene, like multiple with multiple, I don't know, ideas of what was happening. And um, yeah, it's all just kind of weird because Nick might be totally joking too. Like he's high and she tells a terrible mm-hmm. joke on those pills. You know, he doesn't like the Daniel, but so he's just like, ah, you can't speak in my funeral because of that mm-hmm. joke. Like it could have totally yeah. just been, and she took it personally. She took it to heart. And, yeah. and he even ends the whole thing with just, um, 
I can't remember what he says, but oh, am I wearing a hat? <laughs> like, yeah, he's he's, he's fucked up this whole time. Like not know what I wouldn't saying. necessarily. Yeah, it totally could be just a fluky thing. Like he does say that, but I think possibly he's just kidding. I watched it with that way, but she yeah. does she takes it personally, and that's kind of the the point anyway. Um, and Winston says, "You don't want to speak at a funeral." <laughs> I want to do that anyway I tried that once and it did not go well they flashback to him doing a Chris Rock impression at somebody's funeral what kind of person sticks a knife in a washing machine this kind of person and points to the coffin <laughs> nobody's impressed. the dummy what kind of dummy and oh, it, yeah. yeah and it has the like memorial picture of the person like, this kind of dummy <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. That was, was really enough funny. a funeral, but I guess not if that's how he died, which is probably horrible. Right. Well, so is know. that his one time speaking at a funeral and it going poorly? Because he kind of, uh, oh, I guess he did try that once. He said, I just want to see, I want to see yeah. the rest of all of that. I want to see him do it more. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That could have been his only bit in the yeah. eulogy. Well, yeah, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right. Well, and then because Nick makes the point too, the funeral is my time to shine. I, I wish, I wish I, oh, the, I want the girls to think I wish I brought Nick Miller to orgasm. And I want the guys to think I wish I bought him more stuff. <laughs> I don't want Daffy Duck voices and feeling sticks. Feeling sticks. Oh, it's funny. Uh, am I wearing a hat? Um, has there always been a b- piano in this bar? <laughs> I wonder now that you say that. I don't, I think this is the only time we see it i think so too <laughs> i'm not sure obviously but maybe like they're just is... showing kind of a corner well, of the bar they I don't mean, normally a, show i know there's a jukebox yeah but... oh that's true yeah i don't know about a piano but yeah that bar has dimensions to it so yeah i love i love scenes where they have um like the drink on the bar and a girl mm-hmm. hanging over and there's a shot where like cc's shoes are on the piano it's just so i don't know romantic old movie yeah kind of timey um winston singing the sad song is the saddest song in the world is that a real song not that i recognized i feel i for some reason i feel like i recognized it Hmm. but maybe it's from watching this episode (laughs) (laughs) i didn't even think to look it up though because i just thought it was yeah from this episode but it if it is i wouldn't have looked so i don't know for sure to say they sing their song and it's really funny and some of them even rap some including cc cc's rapping she's like the only Cece's one who's rapping think yeah, that at all but tries and is just fails like yeah like, complete fail <laughs> um, like you keep going starts and yeah cc's rapping she's so excited <laughs> it seems like schmidt has a b- bunch of lines that he just needs to get in there like when he raps <laughs> he has to say um mad flavor in his ear the ice in my glass represent the tears from my eyes uh <laughs> rough and tumble one love you my heart <laughs> it's so schmidt um and then yeah just kind of interjects nick miller nick miller never does anything and he pounds the key the piano um, Nick and yeah. Winston's faces are really funny at that point. Really they just look at her like, uh. Mm-hmm. And then that's when she says, um, what did you want to do? <laughs> Is there another way to ask that question? What so you, you died. What did you life? want to do before you had died? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
it's too late now. So. Yeah. <laughs> what, what did you want to do? And then, yeah, like we said, the stamps and the whales and the book. We already know. There's a list, yeah. And then, then he explains that he's he's not the guy who just jumps into things. And um, I I don't, is he saying that he wishes he could be the one to do it? I mean, that's how she takes it. But like, I'm that person too. And I want to be that person. <laughs> I'm not yeah. saying I wish I could go run in the ocean. I'm saying I prefer right. to yeah, it was just a, watch a metaphor and yeah then the end of taking him to the ocean actually do it <laughs> um and then it's kind of funny that he says that he's the um the one I'm the guy on the beach guard in the wallets and his wallet is a sandwich bag he doesn't he doesn't have a wallet <laughs> that's why he has to watch everyone else's wallets I guess uh, I have a sandwich bag with my license and money in it it's like a paperclip for a key. <laughs> yeah, exactly. very, um, I don't know. I was going to say jerry-rigged, but it's not really what I'm looking for. Yeah, it's not even that. It's just, yeah, not, it's not I don't know, not having what you need. Ghetto. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm trying to listen. There is a song called The Saddest Song oh and so i was just listening to it on mute because i don't want to I, I don't own the rights to it <laughs> but i was just gonna see if it's is similar similar <laughs> um when they they so they get to the water and he says just in terms of running into the water it's a tad on the cold side <laughs> and then he's like well you know what just and he embraces it and takes his clothes off and runs out there <laughs> I love it um when Winston goes I'm a little drunk and I can't be too sure but I think you're finally about to see your best friend's penis because <laughs> he's um following in the lore in the new girl lore that Schmidt's the only one who hasn't seen it from that episode Nathan. yeah yes <laughs> wait Somehow. what like wait for me (laughs) he's gonna show his penis to the ocean and not me (laughs) he runs out there schmidt line yeah so are we all taking off our shoes or what (laughs) well only if you're gonna go into the ocean i'm sure (laughs) your shoes on if not (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah. um did you find it or did you figure it out um so he goes into the, oh. I, I thought it was on mute. Did I, was I not on mute when I was playing it a minute ago? We heard a little bit. Yeah. There's a little bit, not a lot, just a little oh, moment. I don't think it's the same song. Oh, okay. It seems good and it seems sad, but it's not the same song. <laughs> it's a different sad song. Yeah. It can't be the saddest song in the world. Though, well, yeah, there's a competition now. <laughs> yeah. Don't say your song is the saddest song. Um, I think it is interesting how Jess is the one that can't be real or that Nick doesn't want to be vulnerable specifically with her. But then he kind of, when he falls apart after coming out of the ocean, he's like, no, I'm not fine. Here's what's happening. And he's yeah. talking to Jess. He's like unleashing that on, on her. Cause somehow right. deep down, she is that friend for him, but yeah. And she's still there for him, even though she's kind of mad at him yeah yeah um and Schmidt goes I don't think this is the right time to bring this up you guys so nope but does anyone else think Nick could stand to lose five to seven pounds <laughs> so rude <laughs> you know 
he, he definitely doesn't know how to handle any of this, which it's okay to have other thoughts than just because well, so the next right. thing he says is that he's thinking, he tells Cece he's thinking about how there's going to be a perfect imprint in the sand of her butt when she stands yeah. up. Really? That's what you're thinking of? <laughs> like, well, but at least he's able like, to focus on the yeah. crying. Yeah. Um, and we do, we find out that Cece's been through some shit. She, uh, her dad died when she was 12. And so he asked her, you know, like, I don't, how do you get through that? And she goes, the only way to get through it is to get through it. And that's my, one of my lessons from the episode. Yeah. It really is. I mean, you just have to keep going. Yeah. That's, um, Cece always brings the good advice and here she is again. She's such a good advice person. Cece. Advisor. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, in pops my head, Jafar from Aladdin. Isn't he considered an advisor? (laughs) He's a vizier, a royal (laughs) vizier. (laughs) I don't know why that came to mind. I don't know if it's like if the vizier is specific to sultans and (laughs) royal advisors are more for kings and queens. I don't know. Or or (laughs) that that was the first type of like the sorry. (laughs) The only royal advisor that I knew of as a child was like the first one I figured out was a vizier I'm like what's a vizier like like another thing or a visor like a uh instead of a hat a topless hat (laughs) like a car visor like a windshield yeah and I eventually figured out I was like oh so funny when you're a kid yeah don't know words yet <laughs> people expect uh, you to and then she might goes well i had a cat that died she goes don't compare my <laughs> don't dad to your compare. cat because it was a big cat it was a really human size cat, cat. <laughs> um, and then um yeah so they're still on the beach and jess and nick are sitting together and um that's when he tells jess i like you a lot i'm glad you're around glad you're around um, and this is him doing things. He wasn't doing things in his life, apparently. Now he's making a move on the girl he likes. Mm-hmm. Not a move, but he that's a well, move. Yeah, even maybe subconsciously, like he's just being honest. Like not he probably doesn't at that point realize that he likes her romantically, but that you know, uh, I I would be sad. Oops, I would be sad if you weren't here. Like Yeah. Which that's- is nice nice part of love i guess and then she does a daffy duck impression (laughs) yeah another one Uh, that's her way of dealing right um and so they end up sleeping on the on the beach which you mentioned is kind of weird it looks uncomfortable i don't know how the beach works but like around here public parks aren't overnight (laughs) like you can't just (laughs) wander into a public space and stay there all night unless you're camping maybe they got a permit for camping i don't know how that works either mm, no they no they didn't like just any homeless guy could just like there I would know. be a ton of people on the beach if that was a thing you could do so that's the thing is like i mean i'm sure it happens especially like drunk college kids and it's a city like whatever but yeah but that's how just, that's why there are usually rules about that not a private beach it's no. definitely by the city and yeah it and just, if yeah, it's farther can't be away safe. than Nick yeah. thought it was, like, I wonder how far they actually had to go, you know? East. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, 
No. Doesn't make sense. He said they live east, so they would have had to go. Oh, okay. Okay, guys. Hold on a second. Like, wait a minute. Really bad at directions, but this much I can visualize. Hold on. But even Jamie would have driven east from LA yeah. to get what? to the ocean. Just kidding. Um, so yeah, we got to wow. wake up. It's morning. <laughs> Schmidt and Cece are laughing together. No one knows that they're sleeping together. I thought that was cute. Mm-hmm. Or they're laying together. That's what I wrote. Um, and then yeah. she gets up and Schmidt There's sees the perfect the imprint. Yeah. It's not what the normal print a butt would make. Well, and I also like watch this time because they knew that they showed it but it was like she doesn't even like she's laying down yeah it's not really where she had and then when she gets up from laying down there's no moment where she sits down it's kind of like she gets up on her side leg and then up (laughs) And then she steps right where it would yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> so it's very like not realistic. No. <laughs> but they had to make it be the perfect imprint in the sand. Yeah. It's really cute. He should have taken a picture. Um, uh, the perfect butt imprint. My right. Can you really sleep yeah. there? Now they go to the thing. Oh, Winston slept in his car one last time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Back to the fume chamber. Couldn't even sell it for metal. <laughs> Get back in Winston's car to go to the ultrasound. Nick goes, Oh, I got the ultrasound thing this morning. So they're all going to go. Mm-hmm. And as they're driving away, the bumper falls off the car. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Nick checks in and she says she's going to need a copy of your health insurance. The hospital receptionist's name is Lynn Alicia Henderson. She's pretty. She is very pretty. She looks familiar. Um, there's still two more side characters, but the two that I don't know who they are. So let's let's keep going. Maybe we'll find them. Okay. Um, blah blah blah. Mixture of your health insurance. Oh, <laughs> it's a mixture of paper money and change. I do have a check that's post dated. There's a sixty forty shot that's gonna clear. Hope that's good. <laughs> and then. So he's he Nick is getting the ultrasound. Everybody's waiting, and Schmidt goes, "How long does it tell or take to find out if someone has cancer? <laughs> Much longer, longer than these than, five minutes you've been waiting. Yeah, and longer than usually, like one day. Like I mean, I, I'm it's fine <laughs> that they didn't draw it out any further, but like you get an ultrasound to have it looked at. I would think you would still need like a biopsy or something like that. To- yeah it might totally rule it out but even then somebody has to read it it's not the person who's doing the ultrasound that's going to give you the results you're it's going to be at least 24 hours before somebody is going to read it and give you any kind of results you usually have to go see your doctor make another appointment to get the results yeah for For something like that and then yeah there might be much much more testing and time and things before you would know but maybe it was absolutely nothing that they could even the ultrasound tech was like dude what are you even doing here this is nothing so yeah they told him it's not cancer and he doesn't hear anything else <laughs> yeah we don't know what it really was because he stopped listening after they said that schmidt fredo kisses him again <laughs> another suddenly fredo? his back seems better when they were Fred- leaving the yeah. beach too it was like oh i guess he's not stiff anymore think- back is fine did we see him take more pills though? At some point, hey, maybe taking yeah, maybe it was the pills. That's I true. Think, but he's not like stoned on them anymore. <laughs> yeah, and then he goes to pay, and it's kind of funny because he goes through all the rigmarole trying to get out his wallet and <laughs> let's figure this out. I've got, and he and starts to open it. Like, why'd they let him go through all of the um, motions of opening up his wallet yeah. to try to pay. And then she, they, she says, Oh, it's been taken care of. So all of his friends split it and paid mm-hmm. for his ultrasound. Um, 
so sweet <laughs> then they make a deal Winston says but you have to get a wallet he goes I have a, a wallet and he holds a up wallet. a sandwich bag full of money he goes no a wallet a wallet Schmidt goes I have tons of wallet chains you can borrow that does not help that wasn't the reason that's why I said it that'll help that's not the reason he didn't have a wallet anyway. yeah no <laughs> Thanks, but no, I don't want a wallet. Chain. And you could have given him a wallet chain if you thought that was all he really needed, anyway. <laughs> like first, you need the wallet, and then a wallet chain. Okay. At first, you think he's gonna say, "I have tons of wallets you can have." Yeah, it's not as wallet chains. It's not even cool. Don't do it. If he gives you a wallet chain, don't wear it. Well, I could hook my sandwich bag to a wallet chain if I really wanted to wear <laughs> one. That's <laughs> all I can picture is this trying to hook a chain to a plastic bag. <laughs> Somehow. It for like a day and then it wouldn't anymore. <laughs> no, and then all your chains would start falling out of the bag because you're definitely going to have to put a hole in it to hook that on there somehow. Uh, so I get back in the Winston's barely car and, and Nick turns to Jess and says, what happened last night? And Okay, we talked about it. it's not really that anything happened, even though. Right. No. But she decides he, she's not going to tell him. So in her mind, right. that's true. It was a big thing, or it was, yeah, worth well, and like, being a thing. Shortly after he tells her, when they're sitting on the beach talking about it, he tells he says that he likes having her around and not whatnot. Um, he makes kind of the declaration like I'm not going to remember any of this tomorrow am I she's like Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, we already kind of figure he's gonna forget about it yeah yeah he's just kind of talking out of his so it's interesting that they made a point of rehashing that part of it Mm -hmm. I think to show that she's not gonna tell him that she's still gonna well yeah kind of re like gave more um more weight to it validity to it yeah yeah that's true otherwise i wouldn't have really thought twice not twice but the three times that i thought about it (laughs) yeah well yeah because it isn't really anything that he's saying but it does make you stop and go oh he really was kind of like yeah making a declaration just yeah yeah. i like you a lot yeah which is in contrast like may not be an obvious thing from the way that things have happened in the past yeah yeah she's <laughs> still technically kind of a newish roomie where yeah and like, she tackled him and caused all of those problems yeah. and she might have thought he was mad at her and then he kind of got yeah. mad at her and so <laughs> it's Very it true. is probably just in general a nice moment for her to see that he still likes her and maybe likes her Right. Just in general, not necessarily a love way yet that they right. know, but he right. he is thinking about that or, you know, the thought has come to his mind. Do I like her? Do I want her around? Yes, I yeah. do. So I'm going to tell her like that has happened. So um, Winston tries to start the car and can't. They wait no time for him to start it, though. Like you have a car like this. It's got to take certain steps. You know, he's like going through the motions, like turn over so many times he pushes foot into it <laughs> and there's going to be more steps. And it, he hasn't even taken his foot off of the first time. Cece's already unbuckled her seatbelt. She's getting out. She's like, no, nope, <laughs> like, nope. I'm not waiting anymore. Yeah. <laughs> they don't wait very long. Never mind. Yeah. We're going to end up leaving this here. <laughs> I thought it was kind of like the, the circle of life, like the car dies. Winston has to say goodbye. They leave the car at the hospital, but their friend is going to live and he's got an ultrasound at the hospital, but he's walking away because he's fine now. We found yeah. out he's fine, but the car has to stay at the hospital. Yeah. Somebody had to die. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> had to die. <laughs> Thank goodness it was just the car. <laughs> and the car had to die without any afraid of this. 
Um, I liked the song that they're playing when they walk away from the car. It's called Take Care by Beach House. I don't know, but I've been real into like the soundtracks of television shows lately. That's cool. Shazamming things and saving them. Nice. So (laughs) Shazam is awesome. Because I realized there's not a ton. I mean, yeah, there's songs in the show, but rarely do we have like a Recording play that's yeah like true that is true we've talked about how the music of new girl but it's mostly like what i would think of as more like songs they've made up or Mm -hmm. songs that are just like within the the course of the show but you're right i don't think there's a whole lot that are like that and it is cute the lyrics kind of go with Mm -hmm. um, like i'll take care of you and yeah they're kind of all taking care of each other yeah it's cute and i like the name beach house for a music group (laughs) well it's kind of fitting that they just got off of the beach to go do what they're doing (laughs) and then beach house singing here um so yes it is kind of a bottle episode how they're all together they're not in the apartment at all i don't think there's any loft scenes oh yeah Um, and i wonder if that's there are so far we've had a few that but not true entire full bottle episodes but several that were pretty close and Mm -hmm. I wonder if that's easier with a core of four people and you add CCCC was in this one and so Mm -hmm. even five people just those set of circumstances that leads four friends to be together versus like a show like friends where they had lots of bottle episodes but it was a much bigger deal because they were rare and it's a lot harder to write that many storylines that land all in the same location at the same time right. I would think so I just that part made me wonder because there are more so far new girl episodes that are like that um there's also tons of different sets they have the doctor's office they have the football yeah, field they have the true. um the hospital where he gets his ultrasound they go to wherever Jess and Nick go right after um the point oh yeah they're eating lunch or whatever there's the beach there's the beach there's winston's car there's the mechanic shop there's like the bar and the bar bar? i didn't no but that one too yeah it's like all the places but um huh i never think about that interesting yeah so that's kind of weird oh so the other two um side characters are gyno guy so me and it's towards the beginning I wonder if it's somebody like in the waiting room at the gynecologist's office. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He's credited, so he must have had a um oh there's three. I lied. Um hot <laughs> girl. Hot girl. Is that the girl that flashes Winston? Must have been. Yeah, must have been. <clears throat> She's also credited as hot girl, which we had hot girl in the last episode. So they're using it's the not same the name. Same girl because <laughs> No, it's Elizabeth Bell this time. Oh. And then there's a kid. A kid, and it's just a voice. <laughs> when is that? Um, huh. It's played by Trenton Rogers. So if you find where the voice is, then that's, now you know who it is. I know. it's I to, And that no had idea. to be towards the end. That was the last one that was cried. I think they go kind of in chronological order of the episode. But anyway, or of appearance. Huh. Um, I'm sure I would be able to help you figure it out, but I'm nope. 
Don't know. I, and now I've watched the episode multiple times knowing I don't know who that is and not still not being able to figure it out or not remembering it's part of it's because of my remembering but um I thought it was kind of interesting they all have to do some adulting and I realized sort of like my lesson um at the end of it all was just like you have to sometimes you have to let things go yeah. in order to like move forward in life or to because they all kind of do and I had seen it as some adulting before but they do kind of um Schmidt has never had to deal with anything like this. So he is learning that and just perspective and the things that he thinks about as it comes up, that's fine. Um, So I'm not sure that he necessarily lets anything go, maybe other than his naivety or his idea of what it would have been like. Um, Jess isn't real. So she had to like deal with what that means. And she didn't Mm -hmm. like that he thought that. And so she felt like she needed to prove it or yeah you know she just took that personally so yeah she had to kind of grow up and look at herself and figure out if she really is the kind of person to speak at a funeral I guess yeah (laughs) um Nick has no health insurance he has a sandwich bag for a wallet well yeah he had to face you know very adult thing of possibly almost dying you know yeah having a health scare um and they they all like instead of buying their friend a present or a cool thing that he might like, they chip in to get him an ultrasound. Like yeah. that's a pretty adult gift. Like, Oh, thanks guys. It's like getting socks, but it, that's actually the thing you need when you're an adult. Like I don't need socks. If you could just help me pay for this thing, I need right, to do yeah. that. Um, I, healthcare. Can I get have a choice of gift card for Christmas? That would be really great. <laughs> right? <laughs> Can I get a new crown for my tooth from you for my birthday? Can I put that on my list? Don't put crown. Yeah. You better be more specific. Cause I'd be like, Oh, right. I totally get you a crown, but sorry, I should have said root canal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, crown still sounds good. Uh, Winston's car, he kind of has to like say yeah, goodbye definitely. to his basketball days and the coolness that he felt going with that car. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and, and his paper clip key, he's gonna have to <laughs> get a car with a real key and a bumper. <laughs> And then, um, <laughs> yeah, a real bumper that stays on and everything. What? And Cece, she already was mature. She was like the sober yeah, one in all of this. She did like, you know, she was real with Schmidt though. She like opened up about her dad. And I think that's, that's a fairly adult thing to do that, you know, Definitely. we don't see her do that or talk about her past much, but no. in order to help Schmidt get through the situation, she you know, opened up and is vulnerable with him. Yeah. Gave him and, you know, yeah. The whole concept of like, when you get hurt and then you're, you're the vulnerable one and just how do you deal with that? And how do other people deal with that vulnerability? And, um, like how he's mad at the beginning when he first gets hurt, Nick, and he's yelling at Jess, Mm -hmm. not you, not you. It's because he like, (laughs) deep down likes her and doesn't want her to see him like that you know whoa that's deep (laughs) it's not just because he's mad that she tackled him (laughs) right (laughs) I think so um who's your favorite character why does this question always take me by surprise and like how come I I haven't been thinking about it no I haven't there's a whole page in my notebook of things to be thinking about or writing down for the purpose of our recording (laughs) oh 
probably Nick, I think, was the most entertaining for me. And Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> all his reasons that he can't go to the ultrasound were my favorite. I love that too. I know there's the freaking the stamp. I lost the stamp. I know it doesn't sound like a big deal. Like who thinks of that? It's a really valuable stamp though. And I was gonna look for somewhat. it. Somewhat. It's somewhat valuable. Somewhat valuable. <laughs> somewhat yeah. expensive. So oh, I was planning is. on the hadn't had a chance to look for that. Yet. Right. Those are the kind of things that I'd be like, I need it when I'm like when I'm looking for this stamp, when I'm spending time on this, that's what I need to tell people is like, I'm not doing nothing. I might be looking for that damn stamp. <laughs> I had planned on looking for it. Yeah, it's on my list of <laughs> following through with my plan. I don't have time for those ultrasound <laughs> because I must look for the stamp. <laughs> Come on. I, my favorite character though is Winston. I just liked his, um, he was good comic relief and he was kind yeah. of dealing with his own thing. It wasn't cancer but it was like his childhood or like the, yeah. the dreams that he had when he was that like phase. in basketball where he thought he was gonna be this cool guy and now he's kind of dealing with the aftermath of like okay but without basketball what is that and yeah. now he doesn't even have the car that kind of represented all of that for him and he's definitely gonna have to do some growing up <laughs> or at least buying a car he's gonna have to do some of that just <sighs> <laughs> you know, I watched this episode yes. and I love her and I see myself in her and I, I've been accused of that similar thing of just like you're always trying to joke about it or then I thought oh no now I'm now I gotta be serious and people yeah, want me to be serious silly. and that's not what no never be serious just what the heck just in general, my advice is don't listen to the advice of other people. They're doing their own thing. They're in their own head. They're projecting yeah. onto you. Like, don't take your totally. life and change it because of these Which is, again, I think a recurring theme with her of just being yeah. who you are and don't, you know, yes. don't give no Fs about it. Like, just be you. Oh my God. Uh, that That's could how you deal with things is if, if it, how you deal with things is, you know, making light of the situation, then screw it. That's how you're dealing with it. Like yeah, making your friends I'm feel not, better. not here to, <laughs> I'm not here to make you feel better. <laughs> yourself, but then, make you forget about it. Listen to that. that making you feel better makes me feel better. So I'm going to make you feel better. Like, yeah, that's her way of dealing with it. And yeah. I like, we should. I wonder if that could be a lesson for every episode. Definitely. Jess's lesson like multiple times. Every yeah. time I've thought about it, it was like, oh yeah. And now you just blew my mind again. That totally. <laughs> that's exactly what's happening. I love it. <laughs> At least for sure. At least like, you know, in this first season with the setup of the characters, like mm-hmm. I think we see her learning that about herself as she goes. And not that True. either that she was you know, started out very self-conscious or anything like that, because she's definitely been that way since she was young. We see young Jess (laughs) kind of not giving too many Fs about it either, but um, coming out of a long-term relationship, like she was with Spencer for six years. Yeah. She's kind of rediscovering who she is and how her social life is going to be and behind those other people too in that process just for the right. fact that she was sort of stuck not stuck but at a yeah. standstill with that for those six years you know which is you know probably why we see her at the at beginning of episodes kind of 
either fumbling or not really knowing exactly where she's fitting in. And then by the end, realizing that it's like wherever I want, like screw you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which that's what you're doing in your life at that age is finding yourself. And so that's why it's so relatable and why we love it because she does take it and turn it into and why I notice it because I'm (laughs) the same age. Yeah. Figuring it out. You have a sandwich bag for a wallet too. Just kidding. No, I don't. <laughs> Jamie has a real wallet. <laughs> I do have quarters in a sandwich bag for pinball. So not oh, super grown up. I have quarters in a sandwich bag too for laundry. <laughs> quarters in a sandwich bag is a thing. Why? But you have a laundry. You don't go I to know. It's an old sandwich bag. <laughs> Just where you keep your quarters now. That's where we keep the quarters. It actually kind of is where we keep the loose change now. But she saw this giant, like, I still have that. I don't know. It's an avalanche beer bottle, but like three feet tall. And so we just put our change in there. And then he would like dump out all of his change to just get quarters out. It drives me nuts. (laughs) So now there's no quarters in the thing and all the quarters, because usually when you need change, you need quarters for the car wash or whatever. And then we stole all the quarters out and we started having to do laundry that way. And then it turns into not even a quarter situation. You have to have a card. Oh my God. I know. know. (laughs) I'm like, but I have quarters. None of that. No, it's dumb. Well, it's like one of my favorite pinball places has actually still uses tokens oh so you can you buy them at the bar there's a bar there you buy tokens at the bar you can cash in money for tokens oh. and so that's just annoying really because then you always end up with extra you can't do anything with them except go back there which is probably why they do it but yeah anyway. can you buy beer uh, with the tokens no oh. i don't think so <laughs> dang it um I just have to tell somebody, and I don't care that we're recording, but <laughs> I drove by Lions Pinball because it's the place that's near the closest pinball place to where I live. And they closed permanently during the first shutdown mm. um, from quarantine. And I was so sad, like not even that I'd go there that often but it was always nice to have the option or like make my friends come to me to play pinball instead of me driving an hour away somewhere to play it yeah. like come here and I'll just meet you there how about yeah, that it's right there. um so it was really really sad and then I drove by today and they're open I knew somebody had bought it but they hadn't opened it up to the public yet like they were just I think they were letting their friends play but yeah. <laughs> without quarters <laughs> without <What>? me <laughs> I don't know um but yeah it was like open open like door was ah. open they had an open sign it was like, That's I, almost I was like I don't have my bag of quarters so <laughs> I'm not gonna stop and play today but no, oh my gosh you're gonna have to start carrying your bag of quarters that's again. what I thought of like I have to make sure I find it and put it in my car <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. I, I don't friend. care. It's too heavy to carry around for no reason. Yeah. But. That reminds me, I had a friend when I was little and her parents were divorced and I liked to sleep over at her house when she was at her dad's because <laughs> her dad in his basement had gotten a bunch of um, 
machines like pinball and pac-man and he had a bowling alley what i remember you having this friend and being like (laughs) your friend's rich dude i love my friend i do i still love her now we're friends on facebook i'm so glad i'm still friends with her but yeah lacy and it was I, what I was gonna say, <laughs> and I, I was like, I remember your daddy is the coolest. She's like, you remember my dad? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I remember your dad's basement, Sorry. which sounds also kind it of also weird. sounds bad. Yeah, you had an arcade. Ooh, so but I, I, just, I thought that was so house. cool that she had those things. The best part was that you could just play and play, and you didn't have to yeah. put a quarter in. I don't know why. I just was That's, it's the best. With that so, idea. There's a pinball place in Loveland that, and it's like pinball, and they have skee ball, which is my I mean, I was like, pinball is my number one, but skee-ball is like, I, I, I love skee-ball. <laughs> I don't know what, why, but I love it. Um, and then like air hockey and a couple other things. Oh, they have a cool Pac-Man machine where you can, it has chairs and there's four screens. So four people can play at one time in one game. What? Super cool. But anyway, they cool. used to have, um, I think it was like Monday nights or something, unlimited play where you go, you pay $10. And for the entire night that they're open, um, it's free play. Just that's cool. Around that's a good idea. Machines open. So yeah, you pay an admission and then. And you don't have to put a quarter in each time. Right. That's what yeah. you're saying. They're that's all cool. just, they like set them to be free play things. And so you can play as much as you want. That that's, that's when you go, like, that's what I remember most about what if I remember. You, about. Would you appreciate it as much? If you never have to, if you like have a machine in your house, you never have to put in a quarter or do you care? Or is it just because like normally I have to put in a token and this time I get to play for free? Well, I think so. If you're a real big fat nerd like me, (laughs) it depends on the machine because each machine is different. And so like there's, you know, my personal all-time favorite machine is the classic Batman one (laughs) and so if I had that in my house I would just play it and I would you know level up on it and get really good at it and all of that but then I would still have to go to other places to play pay to play other machines too and I don't Mm -hmm. know like Mm -hmm. I guess you'd probably end up taking it for granted a little bit but you can't have all the machines (laughs) can't have all the machine. I have a question. This is out of um, context now, but is it I, about the show? Because it is about the show. That's actually in context. The last 10 minutes were out. <laughs> no, it's all related. Okay. Um, okay. So when they're, the friends have been Googling and they show Nick, Nick has been not worried, right. which he's on the other extreme like maybe he should be worried a little bit but he's like on the on the end of he's not worried right now like they're gonna make him go find out what it is but really he's fine mm-hmm. um and they show him they've been googling and they give him that screen with the skull and crossbones this is death and he goes <laughs> what wait what is that what i have could that be it and then he starts to kind of get freaked out mm-hmm. and so it just made me wonder like would you I am the kind of person I think I want to know I think I want to be prepared yeah but then you're completely ruining Nick's bliss of not caring and I mean what does knowing right now really give you all it does is make because there's no way to know now there's nothing you can do yeah. about it right the second so does there is there advantage of knowing <laughs> 
I struggle uh, with this I mean, all the yeah, time. I don't know. It gets, it's a really slippery slope because yeah. they do that. I'm like, well, I've got these symptoms, surely I can at least ask. And it's helped a lot. Well, a couple of times they found out I was like um, addicted to Zyrtec <laughs> just yeah. by Googling like these weird symptoms of withdrawal mm-hmm. that I had that I was like, surely this is weird, not weird, but anyway, like, yeah, no, there's, then, yeah, there's validity to, to doing that. Also just sure. very much like can get hypochondriac syndrome. And well, and it's one thing to do that to yourself and there's kind of almost an inevitability, especially with yeah, your health. I, like I need to know all there is to know about this, but to do that to your friend, yeah, like his I way think, of dealing with it is just to like, no, it's fine <laughs> until totally somebody tells me it's not. And then had that thought. I was like, that was kind of mean of them to just like hand him the phone and show him like, yeah, just the whole table is crying. And Nick's like, Hey, how's it going with these drinks? And Jess is like, you're not fine. Basically. And yeah. hands on this phone with death. And, and think- he's like, Oh, Maybe because he was questioning why they were feeling the way they were. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it's not nest. It probably wasn't the most selfless thing we could have done. Yeah. If you really wanted to make Nick feel better about it, yeah. you could have just waited or just be like, we're sad because we're worried about you. Like, yeah, we're that's what it is. And I think they thought that he should be more worried. And so that, yeah, but this was proof why you need to worry more, but is yeah. worrying helpful. Like your mm-hmm. cause, all you're doing, all you're doing is helping him to worry, which isn't a helpful thing. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I always, I, I, but I like to be prepared for things. So I, part of me wants to like have that in the back of my mind. I don't mm-hmm. know. Cause you think it's going to be easier, but that's not necessarily the case either. Yeah. That's true too. I mean, I like doing it before I go to the doctors because I don't, I'm really bad at communication. <laughs> so if I could see you certain way, like this is my symptoms. Yeah this is you know this is how you say you it. Want the language right to save <laughs> time yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and I'm, I'm maybe not even only with medical things I think that definitely adds a layer of anxiety or um, yeah it's it's one thing when it's about your health but just in general too like I'm such a planner but I do get benefits out of like part of planning is anxiety and worrying and feel like I have to be in control and I need to do this and I need to do that And then sometimes like, I'll just find out about something last minute and it's fine. And then I had all the bliss of not (laughs) thinking that was coming Yeah, and still end up getting to do the thing and it's fine. I didn't have to worry about it. It happens without my help, my interference (laughs) and my anxiety. Like, oh, well, that's not the worst way to do it either. You know? Yeah. Or here's a really sad example is that I, (laughs) I thought when I had a dog, I got too attached and I thought if I just like think about her death, I know she's going to die. I know it's going to happen. If I get myself prepared for that, it'll be easier. And then she was like getting old and she was in pain. And I thought, well, you know, when she does finally die, it'll be this relief. I won't have to worry about her anymore. I won't have to think she's in pain. And then she died. None none of those things helped. None of that. All it did, I'm sure was like, take away from my good feelings when I was with her. It's the same thing as like being sad that Nick has an ultrasound tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. All that's okay. doing is making them all sad tonight and not yeah. enjoy this experience. I think oh, it's, I, I mean, that's definitely something that I've always tried to help pe- remind people. Like when people are going through something, you don't have 
any ability to make it better or something like that. I always just tell people like, don't worry until you have something to worry about. Mm -hmm. Like the worry part of it is going to, it's yeah, exactly. Like it's ruining your present. Yeah. It takes away from, and it doesn't add anything. There's nothing good that it's doing for you. Yeah. It makes you feel like you're doing something. I I realize that's, that's my thing is like in a hard situation where there isn't anything I can do ruminating on it, working on it in my brain. Maybe I can figure it out. Maybe I'll like, look at this a different way. That'll make me happier or something, you know, working on it in my Um, brain is the thing I feel like I can do. So, yeah, I think it's just like our human um, need to want to control everything that we possibly can. There's so many things that we can't control that, you know, like that's all we can do is control what we can control. Well, it makes sense that our nature is to want to gather more things that we can control. So if I'm, if I can, I'm gonna and And gather more information to help me control. I'm going to Google so that I know what I'm dealing with. Right. (sighs) Life. Man, this is a deep conversation. Dealing with (laughs) Also, that's why I'm going to foster dogs. Yeah. So that I don't have to deal with my dogs dying. (laughs) That's that's when you put it like, that way a while back, I was like, oh, that's a great plan. <laughs> I mean, I really want my own dogs and everything, but like, I can't, Part I can't of it, even though, think of all the it. dogs that you sit right now and you're going to be not owner level sad, but sat on a pretty significant level for times every single one of those whereas I only have to worry about the one dog right now. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I've even had, I mean, one of the dogs I've sat before passed yeah, away last and wasn't November. that horrible that was- I mean I would it was like apart from her family I think I, and you know obviously like their family as well probably <laughs> the dog's actual <laughs> aunt known the dog for a really long time but, but you, know, still, I spent you have the, a- the second most amount of time yeah dog but yeah that's true that would suck. Yeah. Well, I'll just, I'll just tell the people who adopt the dogs not to tell me. <laughs> yeah. I'll just, I, just be like, I'm going to pretend this dog is going to live forever. forever. So please don't ever yeah. tell me otherwise. Tell me, send me pictures and I'll just not notice when the pictures stop coming. <laughs> <laughs> tell me, went to a farm. <laughs> also way out of left field. I'm so, so sorry because long time ago, like three episodes ago, I told a really pointless story about how Lamorne Morris, I always forget his last name, was on an episode of Armchair Expert with Doc mm-hmm. Shepard. And it was a great episode. I just had notes that I had taken during it that I thought were oh, somewhat uh-huh. relevant. I just yeah. said, oh, he was on it. Yay. That was cool. I great. That was not three episodes ago. I think it might've been the last episode. No, it was, it was definitely more than just the last one. It might've been the one well, before that, but I've had you, this note sitting here ta- for a while. Well, no, but that you talked about having had the notes. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And I don't, oh, did I already tell my notes this time then? okay well just in case I haven't I'm gonna make sure to cover it just in case I think I've told you but I don't think that I've been on here um Um, so he was (laughs) Lamorne Morris plays Winston and he was on um the episode of the podcast that he said that he auditioned 15 times for new girl part of that time he, he originally auditioned for the role of coach 
and he said something about how he had to like go audition for a pilot for CBS and then he came back um, and had to ad- audition 11 more times. I think that's it was a total of 15, but like just, that's too many times. And he's the perfect person to play that part. It's totally. just so funny, but um, but that, that was the case anyway. I thought that was, I was, well, I feel like all I've ever wanted was to be a famous actress, <laughs> but like that life, like so much rejection, like you have to go through an enormous amount of rejection and only like 2% of the people who do that even get recognized at all. Mm-hmm. They looked like, up on a, on an episode of office easy. ladies, like the, the average wages of a, a working, like SAG actor was like $40,000 or $50,000 or something. And they said, if you're lucky, like if you're that's, a working yeah, like actor a, and a like, no, it's not a steady paycheck, number. it's not a well, guaranteed I, thing. And then they said, even like most jobs, you're like onto your next job by the time you end one or yeah. this job has led to that. And they're, they're just as, you know, lulls. it's the same way you end this TV show. You're no better off than like, it might that's, lead to more, but your job is ended. You don't have a job tomorrow to come back. Yeah. To. That's as a real estate agent. I totally. 100% get that. And people think, I mean, yeah, okay. If you know, successful real estate agents and not that I'm not good at what I do, but I'm not super successful. Well, you're new, but, newer in the um, field. Um, like you wouldn't be the top of. earner yet. Like uh, so you work your way up. It's arguable. I know people who are, <laughs> who have been in it for less time, but it's well, yeah, of course there's exceptions circumstances, but like the main, I, uh, what do I want to say? Like assumption that people make about realtors is like they're swimming in money because <laughs> on every deal they make an exorbitant amount of money. And like, now nah, I won't get into it, but like that doesn't take any in- consideration into the cost of what it takes to be a real estate agent. But also we don't have a steady paycheck and my paycheck, if I get something under contract today, I don't get paid for it for at least a month. And so there's like, there's, yeah, there's lulls. And that makes sense with the same with an actor. Like if you land an audition today, it's going to take X amount of time to film it. And yeah, to actually see any kind of money from it. Income. If it gets income. If yeah. Yeah. If at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's just a different, different thing. It's weird, but I'm sure. It's just like now I'm too old. <laughs> too <laughs> Not old even for like to be a famous actress. Oh. <laughs> like, you know, I could there's still like older people who become actors at this point in their lives, but I'm I'm too exhausted and I can't deal with rejection. Yeah, there's a reason it's not that common. <laughs> no, I don't do it. Um I know, I definitely I, don't think I could handle that kind of rejection at all. That would be hard. Well, and it's it's personal. It's like these are my it'd probably skills. be a really good lesson, like just enough. in general, to like <laughs> stop taking things so personally or yeah. just have to have to see it that way <laughs> as a coping mechanism. You just have it to hard. it would be hard. That's why I want to have a reality show so that I can just <laughs> I'll just be me. I'll just do what I do. Yeah. And if you like it, great. Not watch it, whatever. Podcasting is not that far off of it. Hey, baby steps. And was, we're, we're just talking. We're just having our normal we're new sisters. girl conversation. The Kardashians are sisters. Right? Just saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll 
guess what I learned this week? There's a podcast and I don't even know what it's called, but Bill Gates and Rashida Jones together. What? Yeah. Weird. Huh? I don't know. <laughs> so that's what I was saying. I was like, weird. Bill Gates has a podcast and I have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you I know? see what you're saying. I'm like, I didn't know you were such a fan. <laughs> no, I don't care about Bill Gates, but <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I like him have, <laughs> have a podcast. <laughs> we're really cool. I know that's how cool we are. We are Bill Gates level. Amazing. Not right. nerds though. Bill well, Gates mom's about to leave me a third voicemail. Oh, geez. <laughs> Apparently she forgot we were recording today, <laughs> but okay. I guess this has been great. <laughs> Speaking of adulting, mom has, or Jamie has to go call mom now. <laughs> yeah. Mom's wondering what I'm doing. I didn't check in. <laughs> Tell you're alive. <laughs> well thanks street use thanks for listening been a good time um subscribe rate review all the things email us at blueberrypancakespodcast at gmail.com follow us on instagram at blueberrypancakespodcast yay good job you said all the things tell your friends to listen (laughs) to us yay all of the things Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you later. We'll do it again soon. (laughs) Yay. Okay. I love you. Bye-bye. Bye.